All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, allow me to say welcome. You are now in tune to the greatest podcast in the world, the Married to the Game podcast. I am King Flight. That's King underscore Flight, F-L-Y-G-H-T on Instagram. I'm the international game advisor, relationship manhood coach, all-around game runner. So feel free to give me a follow. Soak up some of this good game. I guarantee it'll change your life. Now, if you hear any birds chirping and things like that, I decided to, you know, bring the podcast out on my balcony today. You know, since it's a lovely day, if I must say so myself, in the city of Miami. (laughs) I wanted to get out of those four walls for a minute, man. You know, take in some of this mother nature, so... If you hear any chirping or things like that, don't worry, man. That's just God giving this commentary on this good game. So, I was having a discussion with a lady friend of mine the other day, and she presented the question to me, a question that I'm sure we've all heard in some form a million times, right? She asked me if I could give advice To my 18 year old self What would I say Now I've heard this question many times Before like I'm sure all of you have but Ironically this is The first time it was ever asked To me so I really sat and Thought about it and The crazy part is I gave her you know some kind Of answer but I wasn't happy with the answer I gave because It wasn't full And What I mean by that is In terms of me and my life There's no one real way To answer that Because I've been through so many Stages in my life And I've reinvented Who I am Numerous times right I still reinvent myself to this day You know I continue to Grow and Try to become a better version of myself So The things that I thought that I wanted out of life Maybe back then or even as soon as five years ago May not be the things that I want now I just felt there's no one set of encouraging words That I could say to my younger self That would give me the secret (laughs) to a happy existence right, A, A fuller life because life is a ever learning journey You know, you're never going to stop learning life You're never going to figure this thing out And that's going to be until the day you die I think that's the goal to some degree I think the goal Part of the meaning of life is For us to Learn as we go To never stop learning To never Be so arrogant as To believe that we have it all Figured out Or we know it all Or, you know, we got the master plan, you know That, in my opinion, would be the equivalent of trying to play God The universe is the only thing that's perfect We're forever learning You know, which brings me to the topic of reinventing yourself Why is reinventing yourself important? Well, I know you guys, some of you guys know my story if you follow me You know I'm a screenwriter, I'm a credited screenwriter You know, you can go on IMDB and look me up. My name is Harry Sanders. 
I've worked on TV shows. I've pinned movies and short films for people. You know, I have credits to my name. But there was a time that I thought, in my younger days, I thought that my goal was to be the most successful marijuana distributor (laughs) in Florida, for a lack of a better term, right? And when I was in that game and when I was in that world, I acted as such. You know, I, I walked like a street pharmacist, I talked like a street pharmacist, I dressed like a street pharmacist. Even though I was selling weed, my mentality was still that of a person in the streets. You know, I learned a long time ago, you can't trust anybody, not even those closest to you. So I still had to move with a semi-militant mentality, you know, just to keep my position in what I was doing. I've always been a good writer. And I think somewhere along the line when I was younger, I kind of lost my passion for writing and storytelling. But after my daughter was born and I decided to change my life, I kind of revisited that and picked it up again. But this time in the form of rapping. At this point in my life, I wanted to be the best rapper in the world. And I was good. You see, everything I've ever tried to do, one thing I can say, that I've always excelled in everything I did. I've never thought small. I've always thought on a bigger level. I always wanted to be the best or I didn't want to do it at all. So I started rapping. Eventually I got signed to Atlantic Records. So my goal was to be the biggest rapper. Now that was a took a bit of reinvention, but I was a rapper. So I didn't have to reinvent myself too much. I could still use my slang. I could still dress like I wanted to. I could still smoke. I could still hustle. You know, it it wasn't far from my comfort zone, but it came easy to me because I've always been a creative. Moving forward, after a few years of that, I got out of my deal, still trying to rap here and there, but I told myself, now I needed videos. I said, okay, well, I'm gonna take this thing to the next level. I'm gonna start producing myself. The idea was to start my own record company and, (laughs) and pretty much promote myself. So I said, okay, I'm gonna start shooting my videos. I enrolled in, a film school and it was strictly to learn how to use a camera to shoot my videos now in that school another reinvention of my life came I realized I really had a talent for editing and shooting and this was the only time I've ever thought of going to college like I was always a person that said college wasn't for me but when I got there I feel like just the experience elevated me to a higher level and I felt like my outlook on life expanded my ideas and, and and things like that took flight and that's where I got the name for my company flight school LLC I feel like my creativity took flight in that school so what I did when I got out instead of shooting videos for myself I became the local video guy around my city still could stay in my comfort zone because I was just shooting rappers and you know I was still in the, the hip-hop element but it was still another reinvention. I wasn't hustling anymore, I wasn't rapping anymore. I reinvented myself into a director. Then I realized, hey, I got a camera, why not shoot a movie? (laughs) So I wrote my first screenplay. And um, it was a short film called Black Girl Lost. It's on YouTube actually right now. If you Google Flight School, F-L-Y-G-H-T-S-K-O-O-L, Black Girl Lost, you'll see the first short film I ever shot with like a little DSLR I had 
I think I maxed out at like 12,000 views <laughs> or, or something like that. And you have to understand, I never promoted it. You know, I was still stuck in this mentality that, you know, I always felt that black people, we look down on each other for being creative, you know, for doing things outside of the box. So I didn't want many people to know I was a screenwriter and trying to, you know, shoot movies. I still wanted to be cool. I still wanted that acceptance, you know, so I didn't tell anybody. But the short film did pretty well. And that was the moment I realized I could write movies. Now I reinvented myself into a screenwriter. Now, this was my first big reinvention. I put in years of hard work, sending emails to people, pitching companies and things like that. I've gotten rejected by every company in Hollywood. You you can name it. I got rejected by it. Right. And I was wondering, okay, if I'm this talented, what's holding me back? And it was I still had that street hustler mentality. You know, I, I wasn't very articulate. I'm still not to this day. You know, I'm much better. But when I get when you get around these Hollywood types and these professionals, you have to understand these are people that dedicated their life to this craft. I was good, but I was cocky. I felt like I just have this natural talent. You got to fuck with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went in like that. So I'm talking with Florida slang. I'm saying shit and all kind of shit like that. Right. So automatically these people saw that I wasn't one of them. It took a bit of reinvention because I was serious about screenwriting. So I toned it down on the slang a little bit. Started wearing my clothes more fitted. I always had style. <laughs> Let me say that. I've always had style. I've always been a sharp dresser. You know, that's never been an issue. But now instead of dressing like I'm on the block, I still was a sharp dresser. And I still had my hip hop style. But it was just more up on my hip and and neater and well put together if that makes sense and you know doing that I found opened up more doors for me moving forward as you can see I'm the national game advisor now you're listening to me on Spotify (laughs) you're listening to me on Spotify man and I'm giving up the game and I'm teaching you guys how to woo women and you know man up in your relationships and just be better men so now I'm a teacher of men right I never in a million years thought I would be sitting here speaking into a microphone, teaching anybody anything. That just wasn't me, right? I've never been comfortable just in a box, just talking to myself, you know. But I figured it out, and I mastered it like I mastered everything else. That was a reinvention, which brings us to the present. Now, if you guys follow me, you know, in my videos, I rock my jewelry, I wear Jordans. I'm still dressing, I'm fly This is how I talk, this is how I move Reinventing yourself Doesn't mean losing Who you are Into your core and selling out That doesn't mean that at all You still could be 100% Authentic and be yourself But just a better version Of yourself There's There's an expression that says With every new level comes a new devil Basically that means There's gonna be challenges on every level of life you try to get to and you have to overcome them challenges but you can't overcome the challenges if you're the same person that's just what it is i still have dreams and aspirations that i'm trying to fulfill and i know as 
I continue to climb up this ladder, I could still be true to myself, but I may have to tweak some things a little bit. Like I said, it has nothing to do with selling out or, you know, playing the game or wanting to be white, as some black people said, with that dumbass shit. But it's just that when you're dealing with people that can excel you to another level, you have to get on their level. And that's just what it is. Look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z started out as a drug dealer from Marcy, a drug kingpin, so to speak. Now, if you've ever seen those old pictures of Jay-Z online, when he was in the streets, he had gold teeth, he had these big ass chains, you know, even the way he rapped, he was rapping about cars and Chris Dial and bitches, there was a lot of flex. If you see Jay-Z now, the billionaire, he doesn't even wear jewelry. <laughs> and can you imagine Jay-Z hanging on the corner right now, drinking a 40 in the Marcy Projects? <laughs> the shit just wasn't, wouldn't look right. But Jay-Z had a vision of being a billionaire one day. He's still Sean Carter. You know, he his, his hair's wicked up like Basquiat. He got Beyonce on his arm. He still talk that shit. He still move hip-hop. He still got that swag. But he's in a bigger tax bracket now. So that same mentality he had in the streets, he can't have that anymore. It's reinvention. Never be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. I believe as a black person, that's one of the reasons why the black community is not as far along as I believe we should be because we're stuck in the 80s. And why do I say the 80s particularly? Because that's when crack hit the ghettos. That's when the drug craze just blew up and and, and it was the gift and the curse for the black community. You know, in the 40s and 50s and 60s, we were all banded together. You know, a man taking care of his family was something to aspire to be. Even if you look at some of those old pictures of some of the young guys in the neighborhood in the 40s, like the younger kids back then used to wear suits because that's what they saw the older guys in their neighborhood wear suits. So they wanted to be like them. They wanted to be sharp dressers like that. Moving on to the 80s, crack came through. Now, instead of wanting to be a family man or a hardworking man and sticking together and promoting family amongst the black people, we became separated once money came into play. Now, nobody wanted to be that. Everybody wanted to be a gangster. You know, it started the civil war in the black community. We start killing each other, beefing over money. We start putting material and money over everything else because there was so much. You had kids 13, 14, 15 making millions of dollars off a of crack. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine making a million dollars every month and your dad make $20,000 a year? So now you got the older heads feeling like they not enough because they kids out here making more money than them. So they feeling some kind of way. You got the broke black people in the hood that don't have the heart to get out and hustle. They feeling some kind of way because they watching this guy pull up in the bins and shit like that every day. It tore us apart. But it set the trend for what we are now. Everybody wanted to be a gangster. Those are the ones that had the girls. Those are the ones that had the best cars, the best jewelry, the best clothes, right? So now you got the kids, product of the 90s, like myself. We coming up seeing the, the, the gangsters in the 80s. You think I want to be like my dad and go work at fucking Ford or, or some shit like that? Or do I want to be like Tony with the Chevy on gold D's? And the baddest bitch at that time I've ever seen in my life. 
it, it, it ain't hard to tell. It ain't hard to tell which way a young black man is going to go. So we dedicated our, ourselves to wanting to be gangsters and wanting to be the hardest and feeling like we have to prove something and, you know, just over masculine and, 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 and all these things. And it's been problematic for us ever since. We never continue to grow. We never got past that, even though crack is not a thing no more. There's no new crackheads, <laughs> right? If you're from the hood, you know all the crackheads are the old ones, still from the 90s, still hanging on. It's like these motherfuckers are <laughs> immortal, man. Like, crackheads don't die, man. And it's the same old heads. That's because once we seen how crack took over, the crackheads was like the laughing jokes of the neighborhood. So the young guys wasn't getting on crack because they didn't want to be like the basils. Thus, no new crackheads. That's why nobody's selling crack anymore. So the big million dollar paydays of the 80s and the 90s are gone. The world has evolved as it naturally will with anything. Nothing will stay the same forever. That's just what it is. But the black community, we haven't been able to reinvent the narrative that we were given in the 80s. We still want to be gangsters. We still want to be drug dealers, even though it's clear that that life is over. Right. These young kids these days don't even know the difference. We got more drug users than the drug dealers, man. Everybody fucked up. And the kids of this generation are the spawn of us. We failed to evolve. We failed to reinvent ourselves. We got stuck in a narrative that it's not cool to be smart. It's not cool to want more. Who who are you to aspire to be better? Who, who are we to think we can have more when this is all we're given nah man that's not it you have to dare to reinvent yourself the world's not gonna stop and nobody's coming to save you it's up to you if you want something in this life and you have a dream and you're daring to dream it you have to act as if you have to become that which you want to be and it's gonna take you changing your mentality that may take you changing the way you dress. That may take you changing that friend circle. It may take you changing your address. I fallen out with day ones. My day one homies, I've let go. Just because they wasn't doing nothing with their life and negative energy and loser energy rubs off on you. You tend to pick up the habits of the people you hang with the most. And more power to them, man. I hope that, I sincerely hope that they get everything they want in life because I understand how life can be. It's hard for all of us out here. But at the same time, I can't dim my light. I can't turn down my shine. I can't sit and wait for you to figure it out. I have to continue to keep elevating. You know, I seen Snoop do an example one time where he held his hands far apart. One hand was low, one hand was high. He said he would love to help everybody, but that would either mean them coming up to him or he coming down to them to meet them on a level. And in this life, you can't go backwards and you can't go down. Reinvent yourself. Continue to reinvent yourself. But keep it true to who you are. I still dress nice because that's who I am. I've always loved to dress nice. I still talk that shit because I've always had a way with words. I still write scripts because I'm a great writer. And even with me giving this game to you, I got this game from a pimp. If anybody, if any of you guys know my story, I got this game from a pimp, man. When I was 15, 16 years old. I'm not out here pimping hoes or getting money off of prostitution, but 
This is a part of me. This is a part of me. I live this. I walk this and I talk this every day. This is not an act. You know, I see a lot of so-called dating coaches and experts online and shit like that. And you can look at some of these dudes and tell they just got a microphone and they just fucking talking heads. They really don't get no women. Women don't find them attractive. There's nothing manly about them. You know, even if they dressed up like they're wearing a fucking costume, you, you can tell their whole style is funny. Their whole style is weird as fuck. But one thing you can say about me, which I'm very proud of, is when you see my videos and you hear my voice and you hear this game that I give you guys, if you can't tell nothing else, you can tell that I'm authentic. <laughs> I am who the fuck I am at all times. This is who I am. This is in me. This is who I am. And this game is in my heart. Just like writing is in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Just like dressing is in my heart. Just like being a good father and taking care of my kids is in my heart. I'm all of that. But I'm just not that lost weed dealer that was in the hood. I just figured it out. And I reinvented myself to get to the next level. To be able to, like Jay-Z say, move in a room full of vultures. You know, adjust to different scenarios. I reinvented myself to where now, even with this game, I can get on the level of any kind of woman. Not just hood chicks, how it used to be back then. I used to mess with straight ratchets like Juicy J. You know, you say, the, oh, no, the ratchet hoes, Juicy J can't, nigga. I'm telling you, flight school couldn't. King flight couldn't, man. That's all I used to mess with, ratchet hoes, man. Toxic shit, you feel me? But I figured it out. You know, I can get on any level with any woman, professional, you know, earthy, spiritual women, because I'm a spiritual person. That's in me. I'm a professional because I'm about my business. I can get on any kind of level with any kind of woman. It doesn't matter what she do. I don't mess with ratchets no more because that's low energy, low vibration shit. And if I was you, I wouldn't mess with them bitches neither, man. They fun, but the type of woman you choose says a lot about you. And those type of women will never get you to where you want to be. Don't let the ones they let slip through the cracks, the Megan Thee Stallions and all that shit. Don't let them bitches fool you, man. Megan Thee Stallion got a whole college degree, man. Don't let that ratchet shit y'all see on TV fool you, man. Those type of bitches will ruin your life. Look at what Christian Rock do in the blue face. That bitch is going to ruin Blueface's whole life. It's not worth it, man. You deserve better than that. And like I say, I can get on different levels with different women because at the end of the day, I reinvented myself. But to the core of me, I'm a man. I'm a man first and foremost. I still am who I am. But my life is a million times better. I'm more open-minded. I'm more well-rounded. Still a work in progress, though. Who knows what I'll reinvent myself into next. It's just tapping into who I really am to my core. Once you become true to yourself and you figure out the things in life that you like and the things in life that you're good at, find a way to make it work for you. You don't have to be the same. There's nothing in the rule books that say you have to be the same way all the time. And fuck anybody that wants you to be the same. You know how they say when people get money, it changes them. It doesn't change them. It changes the people around them. If you wasn't fucking with me when I was broke, don't fuck with me when I got money. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you changing because now you feel like I owe you something. Or maybe we wasn't doing shit but hanging out and bullshitting and wasting life before I got this money and you want me to stay the same. You feel like I changed because now I see that I have something tangible that I need to hold on to. Once you come from a poor place and you get money and you start to see 
Now you have options. Money buys comfort, right? Now you can take first class. Now you can sleep in better hotels. Now you can do this. Now you can buy a better house. You can buy a better car. Once you get a taste of that and you come from nothing, you're going to do whatever you can to stay over here on this side of the fence. And it's going to require you to reinvent yourself. It's going to require you to change up a little bit. Not who you are to the core, but you can't be that same loser because now you have something to lose. But there are going to be people in your life that are going to call you this, going to call you that, to say you fake or whatever, just because they're not comfortable with the fact that you're not the same person that they thought you were. They're always going to see you as this nigga that used to sit around the house with them and do nothing and fuck off all day and play games. That's all they're going to see you as. Because they never could see your potential in the first place. If you came up and you to a point where you financially free and you got money and you've elevated your life, that means you put the work in. And I'm willing to guess out of your whole group of friends, maybe one, if that, besides yourself, really believed in your potential. Now, the other motherfuckers that you have to leave behind because they're not doing nothing, they're not adding to your life. Number one, they're cursing God. It's like, God, why him? <laughs> we were doing the same thing 10 years ago Why him and why not me So they hate God that you're successful They hate God that you became A, a better person That's number one <laughs> They they, they, they fought in God It's God's fault It's everybody's fault but theirs It's God's fault And number two You must think you better than them Because you had the audacity To improve your situation But they just don't understand that Reinventing themselves were necessary If you're not good with women You've already taken the right steps to reinvent yourself because you follow me on IG. You know, you listen to these podcasts. I'm giving you the tools to improve at least this part of your life, to make you more confident with women, not even for the bitch, to make you more confident as a man in, in yourself. I'm giving you the tools so you can walk a little with your head up high. You could stand up a little straighter. You could be a man. You don't have to take women cheating on you. You don't have to take their attitudes and their disrespect. You don't have to do that because you're a man. And I'm giving you the tools to overcome that. So as you listen to me and as you implement these things, that's a form of reinvention. It's just wanting better for your life and doing whatever it takes to get better. That's it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't change. Trust me, bro. Trust me. I came from the same place a lot of you guys are coming from. Trust and believe, man. When I tell you, it's better on this side, man. <laughs> it's better on this side, man. Trust me. I drive foreign cars. I stay in the best hotels. I dress very nice. <laughs> I have my pick of any woman I want or that wants me. I choose what's choosing me. De definitely a better quality of woman. And all that is because I chose to reinvent myself and not stay the same. Reinvention is necessary. It's a must. The world's going to keep changing. And if you stay still and not changing with it, you're going to fall. You're going to die. Your life is not going to progress, period. I don't care how bad you want it. I don't care how many affirmations you do. I don't give a fuck how much you pray. It's not going to change if you can't change yourself. You can't change the world unless we change ourselves. That's just the bottom line. If you're not putting in the work to continue to progress your life and evolve your life you fucked you're fucked and you're gonna perish and you're probably gonna die broke you're probably gonna end up with a woman that you don't want so now you fucking resenting this bitch for the rest of your life but you ain't got nowhere to stay or <laughs> or this is the best you can do with your circumstances man i'm telling you 
You have to reinvent yourself. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what no day one say. I don't care what your parents say. I don't care what your girl tell you. If you moving forward and that bitch ain't moving forward, you got to leave her where she at. That's just what it is. You got to leave her back in her comfort zone and you continue to move forward. You got to make the hard decisions, man. And the hardest decision, the hardest thing to do in this world is to change. It's a fucking, not even a day by day, it's a second by second process because it involves correcting your mind every time it focuses on negativity. You have to keep a positive mental attitude. Got to keep your mind strong. It's a second for second battle. But if you can do it for a few months, thinking positive and hustling and staying on your shit will become a habit. And that habit will become a lifestyle. You can become better, brothers. I know some of y'all that listen to me don't feel your manliest. You don't feel your most confident. You don't feel your most alpha. All that shit can change. All that shit can change because it's already in you. But if you don't believe it can, it won't. You know, there's a saying that says, whether you think you're right or whether you think you're wrong, you're right. <laughs> I repeat that again Whether you think you can Or whether you think you can't Whether you think you right Or whether you think you wrong You're right God only knows one word My grandma used to tell me all the time God only knows one word Yes Yes So if you say God I can never get a woman like that He's gonna say you right If you say God I can never buy a mansion I can never have a million dollars He's gonna say you right But if you change that conversation And say God I'm getting better Women respect me all over the world. You're right. I'm loved. I'm confident. I feel confident. I'm walking in my purpose. You're right. He's going to agree with you and continue to show you more of what you're proclaiming. But it all starts with conversation you're having with yourself. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself, gents. Don't be afraid to do it over and over and over again. Just make sure you don't lose the core of who you really are. Keep yourself Change your surroundings So You can follow me on IG Once again King underscore flight That's F-L-Y-G-H-T Follow me on Instagram man Get your daily dose of this game You know My goal is to Help as many of you brothers as possible Even my ladies man If y'all ladies have Questions on Relationships and how you could be a better woman for your man, or even if some of y'all want to get y'all man to submit to y'all, it's some guys out there that'll submit to you. DM me, I can answer all questions. I can tell you how to get what you want out of love, how to get what you want out of life. You know, I do it for the men because right now only the men listen. Women don't want to listen. I could try to tell them, I could try to help y'all out, but y'all don't want to listen. The men are listening. So since I have the men's ears, those are who I continue to talk to. Women, if you want some of this game, let me know. Pull my ear, and I hear you out. But the fact that you're listening to me right now is greatly appreciated. You know, you're on the right track. You're just the wrong train. We're going to get you to your destination safely, man. That's a fact. So, until next time, this has been Married to the Game on Spotify. Stop simping. Married to the Game.